there was that um that memorable experience with uh that panda bear uh, i thought we fucking agreed not to talk about what happened with the fucking panda bear man this whole trip has been a fucking bummer so far first the general style is diarrhea then getting kicked out of the wet market for stealing some lion i think we should just cut our losses and head home dude Nonsense, Mr. Hungry. We didn't come all this way for nothing. Sure, the wet market busted harder than Joey on Fuji's face, but we could still make the most out of this trip and do something busting. <sighs> all right, what's next on the list? Can I take this bloody blindfold off yet? You can, Mr. Hungry, because we're here. Wuhan's abandoned Panda Shopping Station, or WAPS for short, as they like to call it, I've been told. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. You know I don't fuck with pandas. Oh, come on, Mr. Hungry. Don't be ridiculous. What's not to like about cute little cuddly panda bears? We're in line now, so there's no going back. We're, we're in it to win it. Their beady little eyes, four massive claws, and the head the size of a beluga. Look, you'll be fine. We're just going to go in, snap a couple pictures, cuddle a couple bears. We'll be fine. Here, uh, read the safety brochure. Look, if you're so concerned. The first word on this thing is caution, dude. Well, it's a safety brochure. Panda bears may or may not carry COVID, rabies, HIV, scurvy, mad panda disease, leprosy, That's, and scurvy. Mad panda's a given. I mean, man, bad panda disease, you've got to expect that. But scurvy, they've listed, they've listed scurvy twice. Look, I don't know, dude. Maybe they just have a lot of scurvy. Will you quit worrying? We're almost at the front of the line. There's more. Do not look a panda in the eye. Sign of disrespect and may cause anger or erection or both. What the? Uh, if possible, don't look at the panda at all. Well, I mean, has nobody ever looked at you in the eye and given you an erection? Hmm. It's totally normal, dude. You've got I absolutely su- nothing. I suppose to that's fair. Um, oh, th- more. If a panda begins attempting to mount you firmly place both of your hands over your man this is detailed both hands over your head assume the fetal position and slowly but fairly firmly tell the panda you do not consent all right mr hungry we're up next let's get in there oh here is your panda oh man look at this little guy he's just a baby panda this is amazing thank you sir here is uh your panda bear what the fuck is that it is a cute cuddly <laughs> panda bear that looks like mike tyson with his face painted white nonsense silly man go cuddle and pose for a photograph okay okay don't panic don't look him in the eye Oh, don't think about his giant head, teeth, or claws. Uh, uh. Hey there, uh, Mr. Panda Guy. Just, uh, gonna come and stand next to you there. No sudden movements. No need to get angry. Uh. 
sir. He uh, has an erection. <laughs> Mr. Hungry. <laughs> Mr. Hungry. Oh, no. Oh, the blood. Oh, coming. Oh, who could have seen this coming? Oh, Mr. Hungry, I'd be careful. He looks like he's getting... Ready to mount. I, I would assume the fetal position if I were you. Coming. Uh, Tell the bear slowly. You do not consent. I do not consent. I do not consent. I do not consent. No, 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 dude. You're going way too fast. You're going way too fast. You know what, Mr. Panda Man? I did try to warn him. I gave him the safety brochure and everything. Coming. Ah, uh, yes, the brochure. Panda's actually uh, the third highest cause of death in the China, behind smoking and euthanizing our women. Jesus <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're telling me that pandas are the third highest cause of death in all of China. All right, well, I never would have guessed, but is, is the panda bear now doing ads, Dan? Ah, yes. Or the, the, the panda bears will sometimes do handstand to uh, uh, urinate and mark their territory. Give their bettering. Well, sir, I've learned a lot about panda bears today, and I thank you very much for your time. You are uh, most welcome. Come on, Mr. Hungry. Time to stop playing with the panda bear. Time to go. Oh, God. I want to go home. Come on, Mr. Hungry. Don't be a sour pussy. I just got Ramsey Raw Dog Panda style. Well, at least we can go home now, eh? And, you know, you, at least you got some action on this trip. That's more than any of the rest of us can say. We never speak of this to anyone back home ever again. You have my word. Absolutely nothing that transpired here today at the WAP Panda Station will ever, ever see the light of day. Welcome back, you turkeys and testicles, to yet another episode of the PMFL Podcast, episode 12. I am your host, Captain D, coming at you live on another Wednesday. Joining me in the booth tonight is my partner in crime. He's seven and four, and he just clinched himself a playoff spot. Your reigning champ, Mr. Hungry. What's up, mother truckers? Merry Wednesday. Um, what's going on, dude? Are we uh, not doing a, a wild intro this week? Uh, yeah, no intro tonight. Decided after the last couple of weeks that um, maybe we could just keep things casual this time around. All right, I'm straight with that. I'm fucking straight with it being week 12, baby. Holy smoky Pinocchi. Only two weeks left before the dance, and I can hear her warming up pipes up right now backstage. She is fat, she is a lady, and she is getting ready to sing, my friends. Playoff picture looking a little more clear this week. We got three tickets booked to the dance, five ready yet to be snatched up. I, sir, and with myself, the helmet boppers and the skunkle squad all sitting at six and five. We have three teams with potentially playoff securing games ahead this weekend. 
And with those uh, sweaty granders yourself there and the helmet bobbers squaring off, I guess we'll definitely see the fourth ticket punch to the disco. Knock on wood if you'd like a dance with the sweaty grinders. I don't know if I'm going to knock for that one. They're on a bit of a heater, those grinders. Not too much to be spoken in our direction. We are just grinding away. But on the other side of the coin, I mean, those are the teams that are in good playoff positioning um, after last week. On the other side, we've got three teams right now that are sitting at four and seven and two that are sitting at five and six with only two games left. Absolutely any one of these teams could make playoffs and absolutely any one of them could be joining the hard turds in the toilet water that he's been dirtying up since week six. Well, like week two, but okay. Uh, joining us on tonight's <laughs> show, we got a very, very, very special guest. He's a man of exquisite taste. He likes bush light, pussy, and fart jokes. Please give a warm PMFL welcome to our first ever guest who does not own a PMFL franchise. The one, the only, Blue Cobra. Hey, what up, boys? Happy to be here. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is up, baby? Oh, I'm just cracking me a nice cold brew and uh, getting ready to just talk my fucking eye off. I've been drinking and waiting for this for all day, so let's go. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Blake, you gangster. <laughs> no worries. How you boys doing? Good, 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 buddy. No, 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 no COVID over there. Fucking good, my friend. Nope. So just, so just far, on our so fantasy good. team. <laughs> <laughs> dude i'm fucking happy to have you man i know that you're a long time listener oh dude i'm a long time trying to been on this fucking pmfl for four years five years i got invited once and <laughs> i got invited once i said no worst decision of my life right now Fuck, dude, it's tough. tough because i mean pmfl is the greatest fantasy league in in north america and i know you want to be in it but anything that you would say you know you're on the PMFL podcast for the first time. What would you say to our listeners to encourage them to expand next year to allow you and another franchise to, to merge into the PMFL? Fucking get bigger. This is bigger than just fucking 12 teams. This is bigger. This is, this is fucking worldwide. 10,000 listeners. Let's go. <laughs> I'm sold. I think it's a done deal. <laughs> Oh man, that's fucking excellent. And I, although you're not in the league, uh, today actually, Mr. Unger, I haven't even told you this yet. I, uh, I made our league publicly viewable today for the first time. So, milestone in league history. Um, so, those that are listening right now, we are accepting offers for sponsorship for the show. Um, you can contact uh, Tanner the Treasurer for sponsorship offers. Um, but Blake, now that you've had a chance to go and scope out the standings and the teams, any high-level thoughts on the state of the league? Like who you think is going to win? Who who surprised you? Anything like that? Honestly, um, Tokyo Titans is looking tight right now. They got tons of fucking points. Oh my fucking god! But you know what? Honestly, it's gonna it's gonna come down to how hungry are you. How hungry are you, baby? <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna bounce back, and uh, just these these names <laughs> these names are great. Uh, you gotta have fun with fantasy uh, fantasy league football and everything, and even the sweaty grinders. I did not get that until I said it out loud. <laughs> what a great fucking name! And then you got you got you got 
the hard on the hard ones. Hard ons. <laughs> hard one. Hard hard ons. <laughs> the hard ones. That's uh. Same, that's, same. My, that's that's my that's my boy Dre, and uh, he is uh. He is doing absolutely fucking horrible. You could probably put his picks on auto picks and you'd have a better route. Like, <laughs> this is oh man, this is one gold. and ten. That is garbage. <laughs> like, if you, you have to, you, you could, you could literally pick all kickers and probably win one uh, more than one. <laughs> oh, this is perfect content. Um, <laughs> Like if you had to guess, what do you think the bracket SID next to his name means? Uh, SID. What do you think? What do you think SID means? Oh no! It means it means <laughs> shut it down because he wants the league canceled because of the the current state of the world and the season that he's having. Hey, if he if he if he's if he's leaving if he's leaving the league. I got my number in the ticket. Holy shit! You heard it here first. <laughs> I I actually found probably the most fucking horrific stat this week as I was uh, as Blake. Um, I was t- I asked him today, "Do you want to hop onto the pod?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm fucking down." I'm. He's like, "What do I have to do?" I gave him the rundown, sent him the Two and Fall podcast. He listened to a couple episodes, and then he's like, "What's the toilet bowl?" <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck." Toilet bowl is um, it's the the losers bracket for the playoffs, and so Blake said, "Okay, and what happens if you lose?" Told him about the punishment, and then he said, "So Andre's going to be in the toilet bowl," and I said, "Well, he might be. He's, he's in the playoffs right now." But then he asked, uh, "Who was in the toilet bowl last year?" Andre. <laughs> and then I went and looked up. Andre's fucking record over the last two years, buddy. And I'm sorry, I do not. The greener pastures, it's got to be looking up. You've had, a, you've had a tough year as far as the ACLs go. Four torn ACLs in one year, that's got to be a record. Um, but Andre, over the last two years, is 3-23, and 23, I believe. <laughs> which is, or sorry, 22. Three oh, my God. Which, which is a win percentage of 147. And it's got to be up from here. And if you can dodge the punishment again this year, that'd be excellent. Um, but we'll see, man. It's uh, <laughs> I said to share. And that. then, and then, look at this. Look <laughs> at this. We got we got primo picks. Is that Mr. Joey Porco? Yes, sir. Ball for primo picks. He's second last. Those picks aren't fucking primo, are they? Fuck. That's garbage. <laughs> Blake, I took down those oh, primos picks playing. in the in the championship last year, so they're they're having an off year this year. Usually the picks are on point, you know. Nah, that's true. That's true. You gotta. It's all about the picks and the trades and all that good stuff. Who's the uh, who's who's the uh, Copenhagen Cowboys? That's Mr. Carlo Basso. He's li- he's 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 alive. He's a live guy right there. He's uh, not doing he, horrible actually. He's been on a bit of a heater the last few weeks. He made a big trade at the start of the season with Fuji, where I think they swapped five players and four players. And Fuji took on Devonte, or sorry, Basso took on Devonte Adams and Nick Chubb, both of who were injured at the time, to give Fuji uh, some life into his roster. Basso gave up a lot, and he went on a bit of a losing streak. But the trade's paying off now with both Devonte Adams and Nick Chubb balling out. So he's looking like a team on the rise. Probably not one that anyone wants to face first round of the playoffs. Oh my god, that's amazing! You know what's also pretty sick is that. Yes, the Andre, the hard-ons are the last in points four uh, by a 
pretty reasonable margin, but they're also the highest in points against. So they're just getting laid out week after week. Yeah, and that part isn't even close. Yeah, I mean, he's got 1,420 against. And the next closest looks to be 1,345. So that's like a full 70 spot, 75 spot. So like roughly eight points a week. Um, higher that's, being scored that's on enough them. to bury anyone's roster. Yeah, I mean that fourteen twenty two against is is more points against than the second place team has put up in our league. Uh, that, yeah, so that that would only be behind the Tokyo Titans. Let me uh, let me Andre's ask. Getting scored on. Let me ask a question here for you two. Who are your uh, who are your main boys this week? This week? Yeah, our main dogs going into the week. Yep, homie. Have you ever heard of Kalen Football Balage? <laughs> you ever hear of Frank the Dinogor? Straight, straight out of the Balage, you. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, yo, Tanner, are our running backs against each other this week, Balage and Gore? Um, No. They are, no. right? No. Gore is playing against Who's Balazs Miami. Balage is on the uh, Chargers. I bet. Um, oh. he, used, he used to play for the Dolphins. Blake, my, my first three draft picks, Blake, were um, – fuck, I went – who did I draft first? Oh, Christian McCaffrey, who's been out all year. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I went, that was a fun one. Then I snagged uh, Kenny Galladay, who's fucking definitely got a bullshit injury going on. He's in a contract <laughs> dispute. He's unhappy. He's played four games this season. And that um, was your second pick. That was my second pick. And then my third pick was Lamar Jackson, who's been somewhat underwhelming. <laughs> and I'm, right, and, I, right, and right. I'm in third, Blake. So I don't know I, how I the fuck you, that makes any Blake, sense. Blake, Blake, I'm in, I'm in, Everybody's in. I'm in fourth. I'm in fourth. I drafted Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at fifth overall, who's been definitely not an RB3. I'll say that. Next pick, I drafted George Kittle. Third pick, I drafted Odell Beckham Jr. Both of them done for the year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in fourth place. I think me and Tanner have done a good job of managing the waves of injuries that have ramshackled our rosters. <laughs> and yet, and yet, you're not doing as bad as Mark and Joey and Andre. <laughs> uh, you guys, good. I can't. You, you, you let you let you let Mark be in this, but he can't even see what color the grass is. Like I don't. <laughs> All right, that's uncalled for. <laughs> he knows I'm kidding. You're trying to, Blake, you're trying to get these guys to vote you into the league. <laughs> Mark, Mark knows I love him. God damn. I've been, knows, I've been making fun of that shit since in high school. And I'm the only one that does it. And he always looks at me like, come on, Blake, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, fuck, there's going to be some good fucking material tonight. I can feel it. And I think we should fucking get into our recaps. We should take a look at week 11. Playoff picture got a whole lot clearer. Uh, some lines were drawn, and there's definitely room for lines to be crossed. We've got a lot of matchups coming up that are going to determine playoff positioning. Um, but before we get to that, let's get to some recaps. Where should we start, Mr. Hungry? Uh, we should start with. Um, oh, maybe that's Froggy of the Week. Hold on. Let me. We don't want to start with Froggy of the Week. So let's start with the Tokyo Football Titans who took down the Helmet Boppers uh, 128 to 119. And what is, what is that? Look up in the sky. It's a plane. It's a bird. 
No, it's just a fucking Tokyo Titans again, fucking killing teams, impervious to voodoo, wrecking havoc on the league yet again with that fucking bazooka arm quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis, the unfriendly giant, Kelsey. Uh, Gores, you put up a good fight, my friend, and we've said it before on the pod, you can really never count out that Mahomes and Kelsey stack, no matter what the score is. As with a minute and 30 left on the clock Sunday night against the Raiders, they pulled through for the Chiefs and the Titans uh, with that last second touchdown. That was a 14.5 point play for the Titans and ultimately was the difference in this game uh, as the Boppers unfortunately lose 129 to 119. Uh, looking at this, honestly, the Gores got let down by that Judy lady he's got in his flex there. Um, and also... I mean, he needs a bigger game out of his wide receiver one. Hopkins only with the 7.6 spot. Uh, that's not going to cut it against the Tokyo Football Titans. Well, really, I mean, that's kind of what it came down to. This was the battle of the best two stacks in the league with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Uh, and it was the difference. Mahomes and Kelsey scored 46 points combined, and Murray and Hopkins managed 30 so that's a 16-point difference, and the Boppers only lost this one by 10 points. So yeah. that's really what it came Another down to. Another place to pit the blame is this Jacoby Myers fellow uh, for the New England Patriots. It looks like he has got a bit of a connection there with Cam Newton. He goes three weeks in a row looking good. He's he's getting hella targets. And, of course, um, this is it wouldn't be fantasy football if when you picked him up, he doesn't go for a bit of a buster. Um, so just tough timing there for the Gores. And, of course um, – Kind of we glossed over it, but the major letdown on his team was actually Ryan Suck Me Up, Suck Up. One of the Gores' <laughs> favorite players, the kicker, who only put up a sixth spot. Um, yeah, but at the same time, he's getting 20 points from Cleveland defense, which is his mascot team. And they can't lose at special teams. I mean, he still puts up 26 on special teams. And I will say the Tokyo Titans, there's 26 for the Boppers. There was six points total for the Titans. And this is actually the second straight week that Philly started a defense that's failed to register a single point. And you wonder if that will be his downfall. Maybe that's where it comes in. The old Achilles heel. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. down the Titans. You're going to need every <laughs> single other guy on his roster to put up a few fewer points than 10, which uh, is seeming but to be a problem. He didn't do that this week because this week he had every single one of his players go for 10 points. A lot of double digits here. Um, and that's not even accounting for Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah, no kidding. Blake, have you pulled up the matchup there, baby? Pulled up the matchup of the one you're talking about, yes. All right, the boppers. Jesus the Christ. What, what, what do you think was the key factor for those Tokyo Titans in winning it? Fucking wide receivers, 100%. Jesus Christ. Johnson killing it. Yep. Oh, yeah, my God. <laughs> like, don't don't Sorry. come all over. I know, he, <laughs> I know he's got a good team. <laughs> Let's rein it in a bit here. Oh, my God. It's just, it's, it's they don't have a fucking shot here. It's a gangbang. 128 right. to 19. Jesus Christ. And this wasn't even a good week for the Titans. They actually underperformed on a 141 spot projection. And it's disgusting to see that he's hit 128, yet he's still underperformed by 13 points. Um, what I will say, though, is, you know, Kamara's upside potentially looking a little bit limited with Taysom Hill in at quarterback. This was the first ever game that Alvin Kamara has not registered a catch in the NFL. So 
if Taysom continues to start, then Kamara may be limited around that 10 to 15 uh, mark as his floor. Mm-hmm. Which only bodes well if you're playing the Titans. It's true. It's troublesome looking stuff. And so just to wrap this up, this last matchup. So the helmet boppers are currently sitting in fifth place at six and five. They finished their season against yours truly, the sweaty grinders and finished the season against Nacho man, Randy sausage. So the boppers only need to win one of those two games. They secure a playoff spot. Meanwhile, for the Tokyo Titans, they finished their season against the Copenhagen Cowboys, who are surging, and how hungry are you? So a very tough remaining matchup for the number one team. Uh, we'll see if he can hold on to first place. And now, finally, in the bench for the Boppers this week, only gave up 18 points. Tyler Boyd being his biggest spot that he left on the bench uh, with 13 points. However, the Helmet Boppers this week did have one bye and three players on injured reserve that they're just keeping on their bench. Um, might be uh, the new hospital ward. I don't know. Uh, to- Tokyo Titans left 63 points on their bench this week. And most of that is because they have a certain rookie quarterback dropping 31 points on their bench. And to recap, the Tokyo Titans beat the Helmet Boppers for their fifth straight win, keeping at the top of the league first place, uh, 129 to 119. Who we got next? I think we are going over to the Primos football picks who had a bit of a quarrel with the skunkle football squad. Um, Dallas improves to six and five and Joey falls to four and seven. Uh, the score was one twelve to one Oh two close. It's a, it's a huge gargantuan matchup. Oh, I see. Major oh, playoff I see. Oh, I see. Sorry. Go ahead. Go <laughs> no, ahead. dude. You're no Blake. Blake you oh, yeah. this one off. You got oh, you got you Joey versus Joey versus Dallas. <clears throat> okay. What do you got to say about that matchup? Uh, one twelve to one hundred two. The Skunks win to go to sixth place to Joey in eleventh place. Well, you can't lose if you got Brady. That's 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 what I, that's that's all in my head. I am a Tom Brady fanatic, but they got Wise the, word, they, got, they got Cam Newton. In his uh, team right here, and you know what he did? It looks like he did better that night than uh, Brady. But uh, you know what? Fuck it, Dallas wins. That's all <laughs> I got. Uh, playing on uh, or Cam Newton playing on Brady's old team too. So you got a bit of a rivalry head-to-head matchup there. This was a close game, and this was a game that both teams needed to win. I uh, came P- down on Monday night. A PMFL. Rivalry meets in the PMFL. That's unbelievable. There you go. Oh, man. Even, I will say, though, Dallas, the Skunks, had another shite performance from both Tom Brady and Rojo, who said yo to 2.4 points in his fantasy score this week. The Skunks, however, still managed to get it done, uh, moving to sixth place. Uh, What do we have to say? Uh, Mr. Hungry. This matchup was like so big for playoff implications. Yeah, and Joey's team obviously pooped the bed. I mean, tough for him to have slotted in David Moore, who is an extremely boomer bust guy for the Seattle Seahawks, and he only went for five yards. Um, was probably wasn't the wisest play once he he had heard the news that Tyler Lockett was uh, good to go. Um, maybe you should have tried to fire in a, a, a more 
consistent piece, like maybe an Emmanuel Sanders who was on the bench there. Can I can uh, I can I, can I can I chime in here there, Tanner? Yeah, you go right ahead. Go for it. I've seen uh I've seen streakers get more than five yards. I'll just be honest here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking straight as hell. Like um, I've ran yeah. I've ran I've ran five yards uh during sex actually. It's uh I've gone more <laughs> but longer than five yards. There you go. So straight bums on Joey's team is what we're saying. Uh Logan Thomas, much to James's chagrin, had a uh, poo poo game. Dude, Joey left 43 points on his bench, and he lost his game by 10 points. And it gets tough when you see the Logan Thomas getting benched for Eric Ebron. That's a difference of 10 points alone. And then New Orleans defense against Atlanta for 16 points against Minnesota defense against Dallas. That's another 12 spot. So those two alone would have been enough to absolutely crush it this week. And then Emmanuel Sanders could have been in for DJ Moore. Oh, that's there's, pretty sick. All the coulda, coulda, shoulda, wouldas. I guess uh, it's, yeah, it's there's tough. a few of those for Dallas too, right? Like if he played Tannehill over Brady. Oh, yeah. Don't don't worry. I got Dallas covered. I got a whole section on Dallas tonight. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about <laughs> Dallas then. All right. So Dallas's team, uh, this is, again, he's played Tom Brady with Ryan Tannehill on the bench. And this has happened so often that at this point, I'm like, okay, how many fucking times has he played the wrong quarterback? So I went back and I looked. And tonight (laughs) marks the fifth straight week where Dallas has played the wrong quarterback between either Tom Brady or Ryan Tannehill. And uh, you have to go back to week six to find a game where Dallas actually started the right one. And so I did the math. So over the last five weeks, Dallas has given up by playing the wrong quarterback 22 points, 2 points, 15 points, 23 points, 9 points. Add all that up, what do you get? You get 69 points, 69.84 nice. points, right? I, I, and then you factor that in with the amount of points for that Dallas has right now. You add in another 69 points for, bumps him to 1360 on the year. That takes Dallas from sixth place currently. He would be in fourth place. Ooh. I'd be in fifth. The helmet boppers would be in sixth. And that is why you do not carry two quarterbacks on your roster, folks, because you get absolutely fucked and you get murdered on the pod. <laughs> he has uh, Dallas has a like on that. that uh, Dallas has a case of the Brady love. That's that's he's falling head over heels for Brady. That's that's what's going on here. Yeah, but he's flip flopped the last four weeks in a row. It's either been Brady wrong start, Tannehill wrong start, Brady wrong start, Tannehill wrong start. Four weeks in a row, and you have to go back five weeks before you find when he actually played the right QB. Jesus fucking Christ. If he wants a shot at his first ever PMFL championship, he's got to figure that shit out. So for the, so basically, the, the, the bowl is just you don't want to lose. Yeah, you get two games in the toilet bowl. You got the toilet bowl semis. If you lose the semis, then you go to the official toilet bowl. If you lose that, then you've lost the toilet bowl. You get flushed. Ooh, that sounded good. <laughs> you don't want to get flushed, though. <laughs> no, no. And to be honest, we already have one flushing on deck because everyone in the Pimfell knows Kevin, IT Kev, big brother to the pod, did not do his punishment this year due to COVID implications, which means that we've got one punishment on deck and there's going to be another one lost, which means we could have a potential double punishment next year. Uh, a lot of possibilities. 
Um, let's get back to the matchup. Sorry, just clarify before we move on here. IT Kev did not have COVID. He was uh, quarantined because somebody in his office had COVID. Those were the implications. A hundred percent. Yes. I am sorry if I did not make that clear. Just for all our new listeners, we get tens of thousands a day. So. <laughs> oh, man. Adam Thielen, skunk MVP. Talk about a clutch performance when they need it. And what do they need this week? I need another couple of touches. Too bad Adam Thielen has COVID. COVID. Adam Thielen designated with COVID. <laughs> he has the designation. Sorry. Does he actually have it? We're slandering everyone. He, yeah, no. No, Alex, Adam Thielen is designated with COVID. That's so is J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins is too. Oh. Dude, Thielen yeah. may have a false positive. So that could be interesting. But oh. That'd be big for the skunks. So to finish this off, the skunks end their year. The Skunks end their season, and they have a big one this week as they are going up against Nacho Man Randy Sausage, Ooh. and they finish in week 13. More playoff implications as they go against the Stab City Shamrocks. So the Skunks currently sitting in sixth place. They got to win at least one of those games if they want to win the playoffs. So this is a huge matchup against the Sausages this week, but we're not at projections yet. Uh, meanwhile, Primo's picks currently in 11th place. They have to win out. They have to win both of their next games or else they unfortunately don't have a shot. But Primo's picks holds their destiny in their own hands as they go up against the Stab City Shamrocks this week and then close this season out against the Cold Hustlers who are also in a bid for playoff spot. So with that, to recap, Primo's picks comes up shorter predictions, loses to Skunkle Squad 112. The 102. Who do we have next? We have the Copenhagen football Cowboys who laid an absolute whooping on the shut it down hard on raids. 146.6 to 101 spot. Um, yeah, not close, but hey, he broke 100, baby. What's the counter at? Hey, the counter itself, the hard on set 100 points for the fourth time. This year, let's go. That's and the over. That, That's the over. Successfully surpasses the over of three games, which was set way back in week three. That was that. Congratulations, Andre. We let's all knew go. you could do Knock it. On wood if you're with Knock Andre. On wood. <laughs> pretty sure that was Bass yeah. who helped me set that line. So get fucked, Bass. I'm pretty sure you took the under. <laughs> um, but I mean, <laughs> Bass is laughing because he absolutely froggied Andre in this one. Yeah, dude, like, don't look now, but there's a new fucking cowboy in town, and he's rumbling his way up the standings, and he's looking to be the new sheriff in these parts, and after biting his time all season, Bass wins his second game in a row, defeating the last place hard-ons convincingly 146.6 to 101.2 to collect his first $10 cash prize of the year. Uh, Andre, meanwhile, is playing the role of the old urinal cake. Uh, that's been there for a while to see who else wants to splash around in the toilet bowl <laughs> with him. Uh, but he's just getting dry. He's just waiting for some friends because we still don't know who's going to be there with him. And uh, Mr. Hungry, what did you think of this one? I mean, there's not much to say. It wasn't Froggy of the Week, but it was close. Uh, I'll defer to Blake to break it down from an initial analysis standpoint. Andre's team shit the bed, but you know what? They didn't shit the bed too much. It's just a little. They didn't. They didn't fucking diarrhea the bed. They just shit it. But uh, <laughs> Copenhagen Cowboys. They. Uh, what, do I, what do I have here? Sorry, I'm looking here. I agree with Woo! what you said so far. It's an expert analysis. <laughs> Their wide receiver, Mister Woods, not related to Tiger, definitely uh, put the points up this week and uh, 
next to uh, oh my boy Ezekiel Elliott, who has not been playing his best football since he had the COVID. But yeah, but gotta say though, eighteen ba- points this week. Is he, he bouncing back? back? He's back. No, 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 no. He ain't back yet. He's bouncing back. He'll be back soon. Trust me. Wait, did yeah, yeah. Zeke actually have COVID? Yeah, he had he COVID did it start. before before the season. Oh man. shit! Yeah. Okay, and he has he hasn't been the same since. I thought he made a rocket ship recovery partway through the season. <laughs> because no, you, can't, you can't you can't make a rocket ship recovery doing cocaine <laughs> and bang, banging hookers. All right. <laughs> all right, Blake has all the insider scoop on Zeke. Maybe we'll get him on the pod next year. Is that how he got COVID? <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't get it from doing coke. Let me just tell you that one. Oh man! But hey, I mean, these Copenhagen football cowboys—if they can keep this up—it looks like their trades are working out. Their guys are coming back. They're healthy. Put up a one forty-six spot. Um, they could be a serious contender if they make it into the dance for their second to, to be the first two-time PMFL champion. Yeah, of course. But at the same time, the previous, all four of us who have won the PMFL championship before are in buying t- for playoff contention. So anything can happen when you get to the dance. And just booking, just booking your ticket is what's important. But I got to say as well, I mean, Copenhagen Cowboys, we, we saw this coming. We've been predicting it for a while. And now with two wins in a row, um, I mean, granted, it was against the hard-ons. But at the same time, the Cowboys would have beaten any team in the league this week. So even with a, another bad performance from Carson Wentz, he manages uh, to, to get it done and just – all of his team, it's just solid performance. There's, uh, I think everybody except for his defense goes over 10 points this week. Impressive. And then you got to think he's getting DeAndre Swift back. He's getting that busted refrigerator Montgomery um, off of his bye. And I think that the Cowboys going into playoffs, should they make it, it's kind of a pick your poison where they, it's who has the best game, which is a good position to be in and, uh, Mark Andrews this week, 18 points. So he delivers a fantasy game that owners have been waiting for all year. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, yeah, I'd do some pretty dirty things to swap running backs with this guy's team right now, to be honest. <laughs> How <laughs> dirty? Like, would you fuck a panda bear? Uh, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, Sorry, no, no. We, I don't know what you're talking about. We um, never wanted to, ma- yeah, never yeah, mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Andre's team just let down after let down. His tight ends putting up stinkers. Rex Burkhead getting um, a season-ending injury, I believe. Uh, Torn ACL. Yeah, right after he was starting to look good. Uh, Joe Burrow. They just can't catch a break. Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow's on his bench, but he's done. Um, You do not want to be drafted by this guy. Yeah, and I mean, Robert Tunyon, (laughs) Robert Tunyon the Onion had a good uh, week. Yeah, catches on for bench. 44 and one. Of course, he's on the bench. Uh, this guy just can't win. Cooper Cup. I gotta right spot. I gotta say too. Co- yeah, Cooper Cup, balling out all Beast. year. He he's been at the MVP. But I mean, not to kick a dead hard on while he's down. But not only does he lose Burrow, but T Higgins, who's been possibly the the the, the second best player on his team all year, takes a huge hit. Now with Joe Burrow going out, he's got Ryan Clit Flicker Finley under center. Like that's <laughs> fucking tough, man. <laughs> this guy's this guy is not an NFL quarterback. Um, and T Higgins now, like he, there's no way he's hitting the same production as he has been. Yeah, I agree. 
Alrighty. So anything else we should touch on here? Or is that just a fro- another froggy in the books against the heart? Well, the last thing we'll touch on is the Copenhagen Cowboys currently in seventh place. Their remaining two games are against the Tokyo Titans and the freaky Ooh. sweaty grinders. That's so very tough. It's tough to get it. Like the Cowboys do not have an easy road. Obviously the Titans are the biggest powerhouse in the league this year. And then the sweaty grinders haven't been all that bad either. So it's going to fast is going to have to continue playing at that same level. If he wants to lock his spot in. Meanwhile, for the hard ons, um, not that it really matters, but they're going to be facing off against how hungry are you this week? And they're going against young Ho Fuge um, in the final week of the season. So uh, with that Copenhagen Cowboys and the hard ons, their fourth consecutive loss, 146 to 0.60 to 101.24 in a route. Yeah. Should we go over to the, uh, the true froggy of the week? I think that's fair. Yeah, so that's the second-place team uh, on a mega heater, the Stab City Shamrocks, Dr. Fab himself, uh, putting up a 138 spot to improve to 9-2 and two with a victory over the Young-Ho Fujis, who are on a bit of a slide, only putting up 88, uh, a meager 88 spot, getting uh, outscored by the hard-ons by 13 points. Um, not a good outing, and this looks to be a quick maths... Um, 50 point 50 about 50 yeah. 52 no uh, 50 exactly actually i think 50 on the dot yeah, yeah 50 point spanking um yeah where did fuji go wrong here this this was definitely the 50 point froggy style spanking of the week uh shamrocks stabbed the fujis with a relentless froggy fucking kind of like that panda bear um in wuhan i think where fuji went wrong what? There was an, an eight spot from Tua Tungavailoa, um, and that hurt, but it ultimately wasn't really the difference. As you look, and the Shamrocks, seventh straight win, Deshaun Watson, massive 33 spot performance, Ooh. as well as De- Delvin Cook, who's been the best player in fantasy this year, except for maybe Kyler Murray. Those two guys are the two best fantasy players this year because you both didn't draft them first like in the first initial round. I mean, sure, the Shamrocks got Delvin Cook, I think, fifth. Um, but to get a running back of that caliber at fifth, he's been the best. Um, and him and Kyler Murray have been the two best. So he's got Deshaun Watson going for 33, Delvin Cook, 22. Rodrigo, you sunk my blanking ship for 15. Uh, Brashad Perryman, Dude, I wish that guy I'm was putting pissed. up 12 points. <laughs> the second I drop Blankenship, he starts getting back to his senses, putting up an 11 <laughs> spot and then a 15. Are you kidding me? I might be <laughs> more envious of Blankenship's physique than any other player in the NFL. I mean, he fucks. <laughs> he looks like he absolutely slaps it about before he fucks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah, this was also the matchup of the trade um, where Fuji, I believe, received, uh, was it Tony Gibson and Mike Evans? Um, DJ Shark? Oh, that came from Basso. Yeah, that was Basso. Uh, I believe those are the two primary pieces, unless I'm missing somebody from the bench. And he traded him for Jerome McKissick. No. <laughs> Not J.D. McKissick. Uh, got, no, Goddard, no. Um, 
where are the pieces? Chris Carson. Carson, right, uh, who's been injured. And, yeah, I think Carson was I'd... the primary guy in that trade for YZ. Uh, Slayton might have also been involved. No, if Slayton came from the boppers. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, uh, I mean, Fuji may have won the trade, but obviously with the Froggy of the Week, I think that uh, the Shamrocks have won the week. Um, DJ I don't Moore think is, they won. Is... I think we know they won. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Moore for for the for the Fuji's definitely a bright spot. Manages an eighteen point three spot. I uh, I gotta say DJ Moore might be a guy that's maybe capable of stealing a playoff spot for the Fuji's. Uh, who knows? He's got matchups coming up against the Cold Hustlers, which that is a battle of eighth and ninth place. So it does not get more gritty than that. This week we have a marquee matchup, and it's two teams that are both on a bit of a slide crazy playoff implications. But then the Young Ho Fujis go from playing the Hustlers to playing the Hard-Ons. So I think that you can pretty much safely say that the Young Ho Fujis have maybe the easiest, as far as playoff current standings go, the easiest route to the playoffs. And they could sneak in. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know. They need another new quarterback, though, to a Tunga Vailoa going for eight points. That's a pretty sick jinx. Um, but, yep, you're going to make it for sure to the dance, Fuji. Um <laughs> you betcha. Um, yeah, I agree. Let's uh, maybe move on to our next matchup here. But this one um, sends Fuji down to eighth place at five and six, and uh, Stabbers remain in second place at nine and two. And the Stab City Shamrocks will close out their season with game against the Primos Picks and the Stinky Skunks. So again, every game matters. Uh, Neither bench left that many points on. I mean, Fuge had a 8.2 Lindsay, but not really much to look at there. The Stab City Shamrocks beat the Young Ho Fuge for their seventh straight win Ooh. in a 138.56, 88.22 froggy style route. That's a route. Let's move on to uh, my matchup. I don't believe we've spoken about it yet. I don't think that so. That would be actually somebody else talk about it. I know what happened. It. It's a battle of two former PMFL champions. Mm -hmm. And this was a game that both teams really needed to win for two very different reasons. And it is the Hungaries that emerge victorious. This is a tough loss for the Hustlers. Um, it's the fifth loss in a row. Uh, it's a straight, straight froggy style in five. Um, and for the first time in recent memory, I, I think this is the first time that the wide receiver gang strategy Hasn't worked out for the cold hustlers. Um, Mr. Hungry, maybe talk about the two franchises, your win, what it means for you, what it means for Mark. Yeah, I mean, Mark needed a win. He's lost four straight. He needed a win. Um, and before the week started, I told him, I'm going to crush you. Um, <laughs> Getting his head uh, early. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, this thing was not close. His, his players, uh, doo doo poo poo outings for a whole bunch of them. I mean, his kicker even managed to put up a zero spot. Like, that's rare. Like, kickers usually get at least, like, one point, a PAT or something. Um, yeah. Not the Lions. Yeah, absolutely sh schmecked. Um, I mean, I had guys that were busting left and right. Puke Johnson, back-to-back -back weeks of being fucking awful. Um, five points, uh, even worse than his 5.4 from last week. Uh, fuck that guy, but I'm going to roll him out each and every week until David Johnson <laughs> comes back. <laughs> um, and yeah, also Jamison Crowder, a uh, bit of a down week. 
Uh, uh, def- definitely a bit of a down week. And I think Lamar, too, at this point, you can say that it's a down week every week because it's not what you expected when you drafted him. Yeah. I mean, I got the dub either way. So I'm straight. You did. Definitely got the dub. Lamar's going to – he's saving all his baller. 40 spots for the fantasy playoffs. So meet me outside <laughs> the bank. Big trust. 10,000 <laughs> listeners, you know he's listening. Yeah, that's fair. We'll save it. And I got to say, was that uh, doo-doo, poo-poo, in reference to the fact that Juju and Austin Hooper, um, both of them managed to score less than five points? No, it was actually the poop stash on Giovanni Bernard. Um, I think he's actually <laughs> injured as well. He's in the concussion protocol, not practicing. Um, and yeah, I mean, earlier in the season, I was like, man, I should trade for Kareem Hunt. Like, all the analysts love this guy. Um, he's slowing down. I mean, Chubb's back. Chubb's looking great. Uh, it, 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 one one thing for the for the for Kareem Hunt though is that the last three games, if you've been paying attention to the Browns, they've had three straight games of absolutely diabolical weather. They've been playing in fucking thunderstorms, and I know that that would you playing in the rain, you're going to run the ball more. But right. They have not been able to move the ball properly at all in the last three games. Give them a dome this week, and I bet you they pop off just because they've got that shit building up because uh, it's been true. rough for them. That's hey, I'll, po- I'll, I'll pop off if you give me a dome. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking straight. Um, yeah, I mean, wide receiver gang, this may be the year that it's caught up to Mark. He's been drafting on autopilot for the past few years, just picking wide receivers after wide receivers, and this may be the year that he finally has to change his strategy, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, aside from Russell Wilson this week, it's tough. Um, Kareem Hunt, Bernard, Juju, Pooper. Uh, ultimately, though, they hold their destiny in their own hands because sitting in ninth place, they play the eighth place Young Ho Fuge, and then they play the 11th place Primo's Picks. Mm-hmm. So Cold Hustlers wins both of those two games. Pretty much book your ticket to the disco because you're – you're going to be there. You just got to win out, yeah, basically. Yeah. And after five straight losses, how bad can it yeah, get? get um, so I, ex- I expect if he gets a there. few wins in there, then he gets a nice little um, week 14 matchup with the Tokyo Titans. That'll probably be when the Titans can bust, and that'll get Mark into at least the semis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Looking at the benches for both teams, Hungry's leave um, 16.5 on their bench from Carlos Hyde. The cold hustlers leave 13 points on their bench from Hunter Henry uh, for 27 total, but it ultimately wouldn't have mattered yeah. as how hungry I use hand the cold hustlers, their fifth straight loss and a 124.54 A good spank. Final note on Carlos Hyde. Like, yeah, bench points mean nothing. Cause he wasn't even on my team when he played. I picked him up on the Friday after he played Thursday. Um, <laughs> let's move on. I believe we have your matchup we haven't touched on yet. The uh, I th- think that might be the last one. Cool, cool. Uh, the Sweaty Football Grinders um, irked one out um, against the Nacho Man Randy Gigi's. Beat them by 10 points, 115 to 105, uh, improving to 6-5, and five, whereas the Gigi's Randy Sausages have moved to – four and seven in 10th place. Um, yeah. In a tough spot. Uh, they'll need to fight to get into the playoffs at the end here. And as the rap legend Snoop Dogg once said, drip, drip, drip for me, mommy. 
Can you drip, drip, drip for me, mommy? Uh-huh. I want to make you sweat, sweat, sweat. Ooh. And another, another week, another narrow victory for the sweaty grinders. And when it came down to it, my lads performed and were able to rub out a win over those dirty sausages. And uh, boy, does it feel good to be in fourth place. Blake, <laughs> what do you think about this? What do you think about this game? Uh, you know what? I thought it was. Uh... It wasn't a, it wasn't a close game. It looks like it was it was only ten points off, but you know what? It wasn't a close game. Sweaty Grinders came out top and uh you know what? You just put the right players in. They did their damn job. The only player that I wasn't happy about where is it? What was it? Daryl Henderson Jr. Is that the guy? <laughs> there it is. Yep, me neither. Yeah, yep. there it is. Daryl Henderson Jr. That's what I was looking at. Yeah, no, he did fucking god awful. You could have got a couple more points putting someone else in or putting a fucking cone in. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I had, but um, I, I gotta say though, this was not close. I was projected to lose this heavily by about seventy percent uh, before the Sunday night matchup of the Chiefs and the Raiders, as Derek Carr outperformed his projected score by six points, and then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire outperformed by nine points. And that is really what turned the tide in this. And I never lost hope. I always had a feeling that my boys could get it done. Clyde, I love you. I knew there's a reason that the fantasy gods didn't let anyone offer you a decent trade for me. Running back three, my ass. Take that to the bank. Cash it out, my dog. Because that was the number two running back on the week, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Meanwhile, Derek start the race car. Mikey Jacecki and Marvy J. Jr., welcome to the squad all contributed to the dub. And I don't know if Henderson's that bad or like if he's just gotten bad or if Tampa Bay's run defense is just that good. I don't know, but he fucking disappeared this week. Might be that good, man. Devin White, absolute gang banger for those uh, TB. Hey, you know, I just realized Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, same initials. That's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> Tampa Bay, bro. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, how about that new pony, Chase Claypool? You liking him? Oh, dude, he's staying hot as hell, man. I'm, I'm. He's a he's a week to week starter. I don't think I can ever turn turn off of the Mapletron. Yeah, he fucks. Um, Gronk on the other side of the coin. What do you think about? Hey, Blake, have you seen those Gronk Manscaped commercials? Yes, I have. <laughs> do they fuck, or what do you think? No, man, they do not fuck. <laughs> I think, I, I think, I think, I think Gronk's just a big fucking meathead, man. But you know what? He catches that ball, he gets some TVs, and he makes millions of dollars. You can't ask for not more this that. week. Not no, this no, week. No, 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 not this week. <laughs> Projected at nine point five, gets three point five. Come on, bud. Yeah, that's, that's dude. Not on Monday night, maybe, maybe, maybe stop doing fucking commercials and play football. <laughs> good advice good advice maybe he'll tune into the pod and hear that um, 10,000 baby going to 11 let's go let's go uh, <laughs> Chase Edmonds 12.9 spot so I believe that's two weeks in a row that the Claypool side has won the trade yeah but this week was obviously very marginal yep very if you want very to talk marginal. about if you want to talk about how points and players have transferred from one team to another has impacted things more newly dropped Harrison Butt Mancha. Oh shit. Went went for five points in the <laughs> sausages lineup. Yeah, While the guy that I kept over Jason or sorry, over Harrison Butker, 
Uh, Jason Sanders for the Miami Dolphins kicks a 10 spot. Butker goes for five. That's a five point difference, right? Mm-hmm. So if I had kept Butker and I had dropped Sanders and sausages had picked up Sanders, that's five points off of my team, off of my score. I go down to 110. That's five points to the sausages. He goes from 1-5 to 1-10. And off of the 0.8 to the 0.3, the Sausages win that game. So, He dropped a little, uh, a little poopy, poopy potato out there for him to pick up and uh, explode on Harrison, his roster. Harrison Buttmuncha is a big name, big kicker, and he misses a lot of kicks. And against the Raiders, the Chiefs were not looking to kick field goals because the Raiders are actually fucking pretty good. That's true. Um, but how about the fact that if um, IT Kev got a breathalyzer out pregame and threw Melvin Gordon on it, it would have turned out that he would have realized he wasn't as emerald as he has been in the past. And he puts up an 18, 18 <laughs> spot on his bench. Uh, that could have helped yeah, it's him true. a bit. It's true. But I also left a 17.5 spot Dobbins on my bench over Daryl Henderson, who got absolutely murdered by Tampa Bay. That's true. Question for you. I'm not actually sure. Have you ever played Dobbins this year? Yes, at the beginning of the season, but it Ah. didn't really work in my favor. Gotcha. I think I also played him one week with Zach Moss in my flex, but I don't think that – I think it worked okay, but um, Dobbins is a tough guy to to play week in, week out, just like Zach Moss is, just like any of these rookie running backs are. Um, Cam Akers, by the way. I dropped him. Fuji picked him up, and he scored a touchdown this week. So, enjoy, Fuji. Yeah, the amount of times that's happening this year is pretty sick. Like, I dropped Justin Jefferson. He's been fucking an absolute stud ever since. And uh, kicker, I dropped blank and ships. Got his shit together, man. So, Before we get on to transactions, let's take a quick look. The Sausages finish off the season. They have to win out. 100%. 100%. They play against the Skunkle Squad and the Helmet Boppers. So two teams in playoff position. If they can win both of those games, Sausages probably go into the dance. Meanwhile, yours truly, the Sweaty Grind, has finished off against the Helmet Boppers and the Copenhagen Cowboys. Two tough teams and the Sweaty Grinders got to get a win against at least one of them. And whew, we'll see what happens. But uh, anything can happen in this year in the PMFL. And with that, should we move on to some transactions? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Um, starting with the fab bids this week, uh, I believe there's only five players that uh, got outbid on, um, and a few of them went for $0. So look at those $0, those pips first. The Jeejes, the, uh, the, the Nacho Man Jeejes, who we were just talking about there, uh, scooped up Nelson Aguilar of the Las Vegas Raiders over Fuji's lower bid. Um, get get spanked there, Fuge. And zero on zero action. Yeah, zero on zero action. I mean, Aguilar had a huge game against Kansas City. Um, nine targets. Still a bum. Still a bum. Still a bum. Apparently, uh, the <laughs> Eagles fans never forget. Uh, but yeah, that's just a standard pickup. He's scooping up a wide receiver. The other zero dollar bid was for Jordan Reed, uh, San Francisco 49ers tight end, who uh, saw a couple targets in Week Ten there and is coming back from the bye. Uh, the food just scooped them up. They think they're pretty savvy. Uh, we'll see how that pays out for them. Uh, pipping the uh, Dr. Fab, who's no stranger to being pipped because he spent all his fab in week two. I think I may have made the two most expensive bids on the week as I'm actually out of fab. I have $0 left. Who'd you grab? I grabbed Frank the Dinagore 
for three dollars and kind of wish I bid one because the next highest bid was the Nacho Man Randy sausage at a zero dollar bid. But I got a new running back, and based off of the way that Daryl Henderson's been playing, I'd rather have the starting running back that's going to get all the carries on a shit team than a decent running back on a good team that's getting a third of the carries. Uh, next, I picked up Evan Ingram, who I had just had to drop the previous week due to a roster mismanagement situation. But a bid $2 on him could have gone with one. Again, outbidding uh, Nacho Man, Randy Sausage, the Stab City Shamrocks, and the Young Ho Fuge, all of who put in $0. So I pick up Frank Gore and Evan Ingram for uh, a total of $5, and my fab is done for the year. Just like that. Just like that. You've become the... Uh, <laughs> very thing I swore to destroy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> that makes you the fourth person to hit $0. Nope, fifth. Fifth person to hit $0 fab on the year. Uh, so seven teams remaining with some money. Uh, Dallas, as usual, is filthy rich. He still has 60 fab. Um, <laughs> he hasn't even spent any since the other fucking podcast where we're he's, talking about uh, having that much. If, if I'm not mistaken, he's part Jewish? Is that... Uh, he's got <laughs> the Judaism <laughs> in his family? <laughs> let's... let's Yeah, yeah. Let's actually spend a, a minute or two here just chirping Dallas um, aggressively. And he then, deserves uh, we'll it. Just, we'll see if he <laughs> pipes up on the PMFL chat in rebuttal to it to check if he's listening or not. The other day, Dallas called me when I was at work and... I ignored his call and he called back four more times. I finally picked it up and said, Hey man, I'm, I'm in the middle of a call. And he said, well, this is important. I said, okay. And I told people at work, all right, I'll be back in five minutes. So I got out of the call with Dallas and he said, this is a new poem that I've just written. (laughs) That sounds like in that little stinker. I want to hear the poem. So let's get the poem up in the PMFL chat. Um, oh, dude, I fucking erased a poem from memory because I had to get back to work. No, 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 no. About, I'm going to get Dallas to was, post it. What did he write something poem about, for? It was about dandelions and fucking balloons. It was a weird poem. I can't say it was very good. That's very strange, that Dallas guy. I don't know, man. Doesn't spend his fab, writes weird poems about dandelions. Um, we should probably check on his mental, make sure he's straight. Big dandelion guy. Uh, yeah, so anyways, back to transactions. After that little nice little segment there, shout out to Dallas. Um, we're going to talk about the Dallas defense, who was picked up by the uh, Tokyo Football Titans for two bucks. Uh, what do you think they see there? Well, let's take a look at their matchups for the playoffs. I mean, Dallas defense have been playing like poo-poo. They have the Bungles. Uh, with no Joe Burrow, they have the 49ers with no Jimmy Garoppolo, and they have the Philadelphia Eagles with Carson Wentz, who is a bit bit of a um, stinky doo-doo head. Yeah, to be honest, can't say that it's bad, but at the same time, are you really willing to stick your neck out on the line and start the Dallas Cowboys defense in the playoffs? No. So, I mean, I don't know what the Tokyo Titans are doing. They're grasping at straws after back-to-back performances of zero points from their defense. This is very true, and uh, let's see if it pays off for him, or let's see if he puts up another zero tomorrow against a football team. Sure. Any other uh, <laughs> pickups? We got the Stab City Shammers grabbed Darnell Mooney, who I actually have never heard of. Um, I suppose I didn't watch it. Oh, they were on by last week. Okay, so this is a deep, deep sleeper. Uh, he we... plays for the Bears. He's he's a decent flex play, uh, especially with the way that they've been playing 
a lot of catch up. Yo, ball this recently. guy's been around all year, and he's had a few nine nine target, eleven target, seven target weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess I got to get my eyes back on the TV because I've been completely missing this dude. Mooney's been okay, but I don't think if you watch the TV, you're going to see much Chicago Bears football because they suck. Oh, is he not a guy who gets points for pulling his pants down and mooning the TV? <laughs> oh, he he's a receiver. Receiver. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay. Um, How about DJ Dallas going to the hard ons for free? Like, what's the play there? Is DJ Dallas coming back? Is uh, no, he just knows roll? that anything I touch turns to gold. Um, so I've dropped him. <laughs> he expects DJ Dallas to produce, but I don't. Uh, I wouldn't stick them right in your lineup, Andre. Where also, we, we would be remiss if we did not mention the fact that the Young Ho Fuges add Taysom Hill for $2 replacing their starting quarterback from last week to a Tunga Vailoa. So the Fuges riding that QB carousel. They bought another ticket. They're on the right again. Yep. They're going round in circles with the Primo's picks and the Copenhagen Cowboys. But uh, Young Ho Fuges back at it. Taysom Hill, new starting quarterback uh, for them this week. Yeah, hey, did you hear that Taysom Hill used to have tight end eligibility on the ESPN platform? I did, yeah. It seems pretty fucked up. <laughs> Why the fuck would that be a thing? That's He's definitely crazy. not a tight end. Yeah. He's more of a running back, if anything. Exactly. That's, I, that blew my mind. And there's like people winning or losing their fantasy matchups in leagues for probably hundreds of bucks because this guy was fucking marked as a tight end. What is that about? Yeah, and can you imagine that happening in week 11? Yeah, that's absolutely insane. It'd be worse if it was in the playoffs, but I guess they got that sorted. We support Yahoo, so Yahoo, if you want to drop us a sponsorship offer, feel free. Um, Email us on the podcast uh, website. But um, should we take a look at some projections moving forward for this week? Let's absolutely fire through them. Two-minute drill with the clock buzzer. You got that thing ready to go? Uh, It depends. Is Blake ready? Blake, do you know how projections work? No. Okay. We pull up the matchups for, for the upcoming week. So we got week 12. Uh, we select a matchup and then we have two minutes where we each give our take on like two or three pivotal players that we think are going to be critical for the matchup. Fire through it. Boom, boom, boom. Six matchups, 12 minutes. And that's our projection. All right. Starting us off, it's rivalry week, week 12. We got the Skunkle Squad facing Nacho Man Randy Jeejes. Um, huge matchup here, sixth place against tenth place. Uh, projections have Dallas going up for one eighteen against one sixteen, so a tight race. Um, pivotal players, man. Pivotal players. We have the Atlanta Falcons stack. Uh, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. They need to have an absolute banger in a dome against those Las Vegas Raiders. And on the other side of the coin, I think that we need to say yes to Rojo, otherwise this game is over with. Yeah, I, I mean, if he goes for another two-point game in this pivotal of a matchup, uh, I do think that Tampa Bay and the Chiefs is going to be a bit of a shootout, but I do think that Rojo is going to get his looks against Kansas City's run defense isn't great. I think where you really look and you say what is going to be pivotal, Miles Sanders playing on Monday night against the Seahawks in the rain at home. He's currently projected at 16 points. Miles Sanders... And the rest of the Eagles offense, they've not been looking good all year. So they're going to, if the skunks get Miles Sanders a good game, I think they win. But on the other side, Derrick Henry is a fucking monster and he should not be reasoned with. Uh, If Derrick Henry 
does what he's capable of, he can go for 40 points, 45 points on any given week. Melvin Gordon back in the lineup after his DUI. Rob Kronkowski still there. Newly acquired Nelson Aguilar in the lineup. Uh, Sausages have done the best here with what they got. And Harrison Butker, is he going to have another terrible performance? We'll see. Blake, what do you think about this game? Who wins? You know what? I think Skunkle Squad is uh, predicted uh, higher, obviously, only by a little bit. But I think uh, he's going to fuck up. I think his team's going <laughs> to – let's see. What do I got here? <laughs> I, th- I think it's going to come back and it's going to be the uh, underdog. Underdog's going to win this game. Because you got uh, you got Nacho Man Randy Savage. I love that name. <laughs> uh, you, got, you got Cooks, right, from Houston, and they're playing Detroit. Detroit is fucking garbage. They are going downhill at the moment. Yeah. You know, the Lions are going time. downhill. They're they not going for a point last week. I, I, that's what I'm saying. It's fucking horrible. So I think he'll get more points than you think on that one. But anyways, Dallas is going to lose. All right. And Dallas is going to play the wrong quarterback again. All right. Moving on. Oh, count it. <laughs> All right. Before, before we do that, though, I'm going to go and grab some more beer. Um, yeah. I'm going to grab <laughs> I a drink of water, too. Be right back. Sounds good. Are you guys working tomorrow? Yes. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> my company is American too. Fucking criminal. Yeah, dude. My boss pretty much told me like take this off because I don't want you taking vacation around like Christmas time. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm still gonna take it, but like he doesn't want me to take it in, like two weeks, kind of deal. Right. I got a, I got a week off in December. Luckily. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, BRB. Oh, dude, I'm about to knock back an, a fruitcake sour. The fuck is that? It's made by Awkward Family Fruitcake Sour. Oh, it's a it's a pot thing. What's that? It's a weed gummy. No, it's a it's a beer. What? The, oh, it's beer. Fuck, man. You like sours, man? I fucking hate sours. Oh my god, I've tried sours so many times. I can't. I can't like it. They're the right kind of sour. I can really like, but if it's if it's like too much, then it's I don't enjoy it. <clears throat> hey, uh, I'm gonna have to split at like ten thirty. If that's uh... y'all, dude, we're, we'll be done by then because we'll buzz through these projections. Then after that, we're uh, we're heading out. Sick. This is awesome. I like this. Yeah, dude. I'll, I, um, I, I like. I like just. I like just listening, honestly, and chiming in on occasion. It's just chill. And I'm yeah, learning. I'll, I'm learning. I'm learning how to uh, do this fantasy shit too. You're doing well, man. Honestly, like as far as guests go, uh, we invite everybody that's in the league out, and they get to to hop on and like have a have an episode where they're the, the featured guest. But you're, you've done a great job. You need. Uh, you know what you need. What. To get me on next year. <laughs> oh, dude, we're trying. I uh, when we wrap it up and say our goodbyes, you should say another final like, like Blake signing out. And remember, if you want to hear more of my like beautiful voice on the pod, fucking remember to expand the league next year. <laughs> so you just need two more people, kind of, to expand if they want to expand. Yeah, we uh, need you, 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 and then one other person. The expansion franchise fee is like five grand or something close to that. <laughs> But you know we can we we can you just get three people and fucking do a Rochambeau. Yeah, and also if you're a <laughs> if you're a if you're a longtime friend, uh, we offer heavy discounts up to ninety nine percent. So, 
But what is that? hundred bucks. But you may have no, to like take part bucks. in the in the punish in the punishment coming up though. That is that is one deal that might have to happen. Yeah, we'll have to see. Honestly, I'd love to get you in there, Blake. So I'll be pushing for it next year. I think. Sounds good. I'll uh, I'll do whatever I have to do. That's my guy. <laughs> All right, boys. That's the type of attitude we need. That's great. All right, what uh, what let's um what projection do we have next yeah i'll start firing in uh five seconds here we're gonna do the uh okay here we go run the skunks and the sausages um is that where we went no or is is that i think we yeah, it, we no we just finished that one um blake said dallas is gonna get froggy or something like that right okay yeah okay uh, so kick it off Tatter. Next up, we have a heavy hitter matchup here. We got the Copenhagen Football Cowboys going up against the Tokyo Formidable Football Gangbanging Titans, who are projected a 143 spot, going up against Basso's uh, 127 spot. Uh, this is a gargantuan matchup. Uh, Basso would love to get a, a, a sneaky cheeky win here um, to solidify himself as a playoff contender. Um, he will need big performances out of his kicker, who is currently uh, not on his roster. Um, so he'll have to fix that. But uh, jo- all jokes aside, I mean, he's got some stud running backs in here with Zeke and a Nicholas Chubb, as you mentioned, is actually not in a dome. He's not in a dome against Jacksonville. Oh, it's shit. You're right. rain game. Bad another weather. Another stormy game. Bad <laughs> weather. But Chubb's, Chubb's a dog. I mean, he was on the How Hungry Championship rest, roster last year. He, he's a weatherproof. He chug Chubbs. He's weatherproof. So yeah. I'm, I'm seeing a big game from Chubb, and I'm not sure if uh, he's planning on playing Wentz. I wouldn't advise it because Wentz is fucking garbage. Yeah, right now, Wentz is the starting quarterback in this game. He does have Jared Goff freshly picked up playing in a dome against San Francisco. Goff turned in a lovely performance on Monday night. I think he had about 360 yards passing, three touchdowns, one interception. Um, So expect Bass to get him in the lineup. And then as far as a kicker goes, I mean, you add in an extra eight points here and Bass is all of a sudden 135 to 143. And we just saw the Tokyo Titans underperform last week. So this is not by any stretch of the means saying the Titans aren't going to win, but the Cowboys could. So we'll see. I mean, the Titans last week, the Cowboys last week, both of them had 10 spots all across their starting lineup. So this is really, I mean, as much as I want my team to win and I hope they do. And I think they will. These are the two favorites. These are the two Vegas betting favorites right now. Sorry, Shamrocks. It's the Cowboys and the Titans. These are the two teams you're putting your money on. So are we getting a PMFL championship, uh, a prequel, a matchup, a first bout leading up to it? Who knows? We will see. I expect the Tokyo Titans to take care of business. I think they're going to win this game, and I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be about 147 to 142 for the Titans. Yeah, I think if – I agree. Like- I think it's going to be a coin – I think it's going to be a coin flip, in my opinion, from just looking at the sheet here. But uh, I think Tokyo Titans are just going to keep raining and uh, keep moving on up into the big boy spot. It's huge. I mean, this is a game where the Tokyo Titans aren't looking to drop any any games because the uh, Stabbers are on a rampage, both gunning for that top spot and that $200 plus. Um, I think if Raheem Mostart plays, he, he's a must start, and he'll put up with about a 30 spot. Um, so yeah, I got the Tokyo Titans here, um, staying hot and knocking off those Copenhagen football Cowboys, but they may meet again. 
This is very adept analysis. We went into it on that one, but these two teams deserve it as we got the two hottest teams heading down the wire. Who we have next? We have an absolute poop show matchup. A bunch of stinkers involved. Young Ho Fuge uh, going up against the Cold Hustlers. Um, <laughs> they're overprojected as fuck. This one's going to be both uh, double digits. <laughs> uh, we got one, 119 to 125 here. Uh, it- For the Hustlers. Ninth place versus eighth place. This is the sweat of the week and i'm a sweaty grinder and i'm playing against fourth and fifth but this one is sweatier the whoever wins this game has given themselves a firm standing to make the playoffs whoever loses can expect to see the hard-ons in the toilet bowl because fuck me if you don't win this game this is two boys repping the set this is it doesn't get bigger than this folks this is a heavyweight bout between two of the big boys two teams that PMFL exec member and a former PMFL champion winner. And what do we see when we look at this? Blake, what do you what is your expert analysis? Tell us. Well, he's got he's got Wilson against Philly, which is uh I think it's a very good match to make some points here. And uh you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one to Mark. I think Mark's gonna or sorry, what the fuck's the name? The cold hustlers are gonna Come out strong against uh, Fuji's, uh, whatever the fuck it says. Uh, for young, young Ho Fuji. Great names. I love these fucking names. But uh, honestly, uh, I think I think it's, it's honestly pretty tight. It's pretty uh, pretty even, but I think the quarterback is uh, huge in this game. And uh, oh, my fucking God. Yeah, no, the, Fuji's quarterback's not going to hit the points. I'll tell you that much. It's not, he, he's not going to hit the projective. Interesting. Okay. Um, what do you what do you have to say, yeah, Mr. Hunter? Wilson. Yeah, I think uh, I think Mark's actually in a bit of trouble here because Gio, Gio Bernard's on the uh, concussion report protocol, not practicing, and he's got that 10 a.m. 10 a.m. game Sunday. Uh, I think if he doesn't play, then Mark has to put the Beluga, who is a very formidable replacement, into his running back slot and go full wide receiver gang in his flex. And as we know, that hasn't been working out great for him this year. Uh, it may be a wide receiver gang bust year. Yeah, but then, I mean, he's got Amari Cooper playing tomorrow at one thirty against the Washington football team. And with Gio Bernard on the concussion list, I mean, Amari Cooper is who you're slotting in. So Mark has to make a decision before the game tomorrow. Is he going to wait and see if Gio Bernard gets hurt? Or is he going to bite the bullet and put Amari Cooper in and just roll with the punches? But the Beluga, definitely not a bad pick to have in there he's been belugging out uh i think the young ho fuji's here i mean you guys have been have been saying mark's in some trouble i think that mark right now has the better chance to win this game uh Taysom hill coming in could pop off could not dj moore i'm telling you he's capable of of stealing fuji a playoff spot if he keeps playing the way he is sterling shepherd Boomer bust. We'll see. Antonio Gibson's been playing well. Gus Edwards now has that lone uh, backfield spot for the Ravens, but their game just got moved back. Who even knows if they're going to play a game? Hayden Hurst, fresh off a zero spot, and he's injured. Mike Evans, he can go for 30. He can go for 40. He can also go for zero. Uh, And then Todd Gurley. I think Todd Gurley might be one of the deciding factors in this game. But um, up and down, it's close, but I still expect the Cold Hustlers to take this one. 10-4. Yeah, I mean, 
DJ Moore is an absolute dog. He's balling. He may go for a 40 spot. That'll be the only thing that can save the Fuges. That and another MVP performance from Young Hwaku, Ho- Young who you know is going to be busting his brains out. Of course he is. And I think we've got votes. So we've got two votes. Blake and Tanner saying the Young Hope Fuges are taking this one, and myself saying the Cold Hustlers got it. Either oh, way. Oh, no, no, no. I said, I said, I said Cold Hustlers. Let's cold. go. I All said right. Mark. Tanner, wait. Who'd you say, Mr. Hungry? Uh, honestly, man, fuck the Largers. I'm going Cold Hustlers on this one. Holy shit. It's a clean sweep. Do you know? The Cold Hustlers are taking a 3 nothing pod victory over the Young Hope <laughs> Fuge. All I don't right. know if you want um, that. That could be a jinx. <laughs> anyway, next we're going to go over to my matchup here. The Al Onglioryus are going up against the very tough opponent, Hard Andres. <laughs> Shut it down. All right. Give me a break. This is not tough. I think if any, if we can expect a Froggy of the Week, I think this is it. And oh, Mr. Hungry, man, I'm going to lose got, now. Fuck. You, you've got a fairly formidable uh, Week 13 game, but I think you win this one. You've already got a playoff spot locked. If you win this, I think you pretty much cement third place. Um, and it's uh, on paper, you're expected to win. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, if he can keep playing well, it's really the running backs that are letting the poor hard ones down. <laughs> Leonard Fournette, Malcolm Brown, uh, Jared Cook, fresh off of one spot. T. Higgins with his QB banged up. Tim Patrick. Um, you know, there, there's any given week, as we say on the pod, any given week, the hard ons can win. Um, but. How are you feeling about your running backs this week, Tanner? Same two starting that you had last week. Um, feeling better or feeling, feeling worse? Oh, man. I mean, I feel terrible, man. This year is a fucking joke. Uh, oh, puke, Johnson, man. I honestly just get sick thinking about that guy. Um, magic Mike, I mean, Magic Medium Mike. Hopefully we get a Magic Week, not a Medium Week. Um, I know they're saving Christian McCaffrey for the fantasy football playoffs. Uh, I hope, <laughs> but <laughs> these guys, what are the, what are the Panthers now? It looks like they got four W's. So they're four and seven. I mean, that's not rec- ground shattering. I, I wouldn't even be surprised if they like kept Christian McCaffrey out. They don't want to get him injured, uh, keep him for next year type deal. So I'm probably riding with Mike Davis the rest of the year. Uh, he's a gangster, but I mean, he's not like he's not what he was. He's not McCaffrey. I, he's not what, yeah, he's not McCaffrey, and he's not what he was when I first picked him up, and he was uh, had a horseshoe up his ass or whatever. Blake, we got thirty seconds left. Who do you think is going to win this matchup? Blake is a wall. All right, <laughs> looking at this, that Lamar Jackson going against Pittsburgh does backed up. I think that overall the hard. Can you hear me? <laughs> we can hear you now. Yeah, who's winning this? Thank God. I'm just sorry. I was just I was saying. That. It's not. It's not even a toss-up. It's uh, how hungry are you, Mister Tanner Freeze is gonna take this one <laughs> home go, without baby. even, without even, without even fucking putting up his line. manly handshake right like through the pod. Oh, uh, it's a thirty-three pod. Let's go. I am also going to say that the Hungries take this. They advance to eight and four and lock in their spot at third place. Who do we have next? Um, we have the Primos football picks. Do we already? No, we didn't do that one. Primos football nope. picks are going up in a gang bangar against the Dr. Fab, Ooh. Dab City, Shamadoobie Grams. Um, this is a huge matchup. You got Cam Newton going against Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson playing tomorrow, Thursday. Big Thursday opening game for the Dab City Shamrocks with both his numbers 
two wide receiver, Will Fuller and Deshaun Watson, that big stack attack going. Uh, meanwhile, for Primo's picks, everyone's going to be done on Sunday. No Monday night sweat here. Uh, over on the Stab City Shamrock, Chris Carson and Dallas Goddard both playing on Monday night. Uh, not going to be many points scored for the Stab City Shamrocks unless Delvin Cook keeps doing what he's doing. Carolina defense has been good. Have they been good enough to stop Delvin Cook? Um, right now, projections have this as a 10-point favorite to the Shamrocks, and there's a reason why he's in second place. He's projected week after week to score more points than any team not named the Tokyo Titties. Um, honestly, I like his team. I mean, he's making savvy pickups. Trade for Slayton. We'll see if it works out. He was on bye last week. Chris Carson comes back from injury, and this is a team to look out for. Yeah, that's for sure, man. I think uh, the Primo's football picks, if they can win this game, they may be back. They may be back to the status of the team that we feared on draft day. Um, I mean, he's got players that, uh, like, if they all perform in the same week, they're going to be tough. Picking up Justin Jefferson partway through the year, bonafide wide receiver. But Keenan Allen is really coming to be in the second half of the year here. He is not to mention man. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler might be back this week. Yeah. Keenan Allen is actually, we got to look this up what wide receiver rank he is on the year, but he is gotta be high up there. My dude's putting up he's, 20 spots he's every other week, including quarterbacks. He's currently the 33rd best player in fantasy. So he's got to be in the top five wide receivers. Easy. Yeah. He's busting. Uh, I mean, I don't know if the Primo's picks can slow down the train. That is the stab city shamrocks. I know one time uh, Andre in flag football tried to slow down the Stab City Shamrock, <laughs> and that did not work. But I think Joey has a better chance than Andre did in that football game on the gridiron. Yeah, the, <laughs> I mean, 10 points in projections is really not that hard to make up. You score one touchdown, and all of a sudden it gets skewed. So I never look at projections as a reason that I'm going to lose the game. I just look at ways that I can make up points and the sweat to grind, just find ways to pull it out. And I think that. To keep things interesting, the Primo's picks wins this one by a narrow margin of two points. What do you guys think? we got 10 seconds left. I am going to uh, concur with you. That's what I thought from the start. I think Primo picks are going to come back as the underdog and uh, win this one. What do we got, Tanner? Uh, absolute blow-up spot for Selvin Alkmed. He's going to go for a 40 spot and crush the Primo's picks dreams. Um, Ooh! All right. I, with that, I think it leaves us to the last matchup of the week, unless I'm mistaken. Uh, that one being your matchup? Yes, sir. Okay, the let me... sweaty yep. grinders. Let me fire it Break off. Break us so, down. Break us yeah, down. Yeah, we got them sweaty football freaking grinders. Um, projected oh, 123. God, 124, actually. Uh, up against the helmet boppers, projected 127. Those boppers just don't go away. Both teams 6-5 and five here. Fourth place versus fifth place. This is going to have huge implications in playoff positioning. <laughs> Um, and neither of these teams want to lose because any of the teams underneath them may be fighting for those spots as well. Uh, but these are two guys that we have a good chance of making the playoffs this year, making it to the dance. Uh, looking at this matchup, I think a key key uh, battle is going to be the flex. On um, the Sweaty Grinders, I see a wide receiver one, Chase Claypool, and a wide receiver one for his team, Marvin Football Jones, junior banger, going up against a lady named Judy and a guy named Michael Myers. Um, <laughs> so I think the flex is an absolute wash, huge advantage on your side. Will the Arizona Cardinals pieces be enough to make it up for the boppers? He's got Murray Hop and Kenyon Drake going up in a tough matchup against those New England 
football, slow ass, um, run the clock, run the ball type football team, maybe limits the amount of opportunities they have for fantasy points. What do you think, Blake? You know what? I'm sorry to say this. I think the helmet bop is going to take this one. <laughs> I like their line. All, I like their line. Out with it. All is fair and love in the PMFL. I like I like this lineup, but and you have you know, Jacks of shit. Or I mean, Gore. Like <laughs> I don't know. I'm grasping Fuck at Gores it. here. <laughs> yeah, You're Gore. playing the Gore against the Gores. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like that's uh, going to be good for a twenty spot. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's see that. <laughs> Dude, I think this one might come down to the quarterback battle, to be honest. I mean, Kyler Murray and D-Hop, both on the LGBTQ list that the boppers love so much. <laughs> I've got fucking <laughs> Josh Allen fresh off a of bye going against the the lovely, juicy Chargers defense. And I'm really at a, a tear here. Do I start the Moss boss? Do I start Cole Beasley? I don't know. And uh, we've got about 20 seconds left, so uh, I like Allen. I like Allen as your quarterback. I like Allen as your quarterback. Oh yeah, he fucks. Um, Blake. Yeah, Blake got know. the Blake got the boppers taking this. What about you, Mister Hungry? I think AJ Brown uh, is going to learn to catch some footballs this week, and he's going to be a heavy target in that Colts game. I give this one to the Grinders. Uh, the boppers are on a bit of a slide. They got women in their flex, so tough. <laughs> A tight game, and that's what we expect. Fourth place against fifth place. Ninth place against eighth place. This is the league that you want to be in. And just take it from someone who's not in the league. Who's not in the league, Blake? Uh, Yeah, that's me. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get you there one day. You still fuck hard enough to hop on the pod, and we love that about you. I I fucking love that dedication, Blake. And uh, honestly, any, any final closing remarks? And as if they didn't need convincing already, why should Blake Chernoff be the newest member of the Blue Cobras of the PMFL? Yeah, boys, um, I'm, I love a good time. I love a good beer. And uh, you know what? This shit is just in my wheelhouse. I will put all my effort in, and I probably will do shit my first year. So that's out of the playoffs in the first year. But you know what? I'll just keep coming back for more. I won't give up, and I'll never miss a fucking good time with the bro. You can always, you can always cancel on a lady. You can never cancel on the bros. <laughs> this guy's straight as hell. You heard it here first. Blake will get an ass tattoo to join the PMFL. Nobody said uh, <laughs> possible. <laughs> possible. All right. You heard it here first. You fucking turdy, turkeys and testicles. We fucking love y'all. Best of luck to everybody out there. Stay safe. Have a good American Thanksgiving. Enjoy the football. Captain D, Mr. Hungry, and the Blue Cobra. Had a great time delivering this to you tonight, and I hope you all have a great long weekend if you're getting it. Any closing remarks, lads? Stay fucking safe Big out thanks. there, boys. Big thanks to the boys here uh, for having me on, and uh, I appreciate it very much. And uh, remember, two in the pink, one in the stink, boys. That's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Love to have you on, Blake. Thanks for taking the time, buddy. Appreciate it. Cheers, guys. Good night. Cheers. Have a good night, boys. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>